0: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Pod Times YouTube channel. It is Tuesday, no, Tuesday the 29th of August. It is a few days after Celtic dropped their first league points of the season in a 0-0 draw at home to St Johnston. Uh, we're also approaching a massive week in Celtic season as we approach the end of the transfer window, the Champions League draw and the first Glasgow derby of the season. Uh, Tony, over at 4 times in our podcast, we had a nice two years of uh, pretty much constant positivity. It's been quite the turnaround in the last two or three weeks. we uh, was just start with Saturday. What did you make it? It was uh,
0: pretty boring. I think we should have won the game, I guess, with the chances Matt O'Reilly had. But overall, pretty poor against easily the worst team in the league who had been battered off. I think Air beat them, Sterling Albion put four past them, Hearts had beat them. I think that was our first point of the season. Somebody else had beat them as well. So uh, it was pretty bad. The big guy did in the half-time. um Halftime challenge was was pretty awful as well, but his misses was good. So um, <laughs> it was it was just it was it was just it was bad. I think after a bad result about Kelly, you're expecting a response. You're expecting a high tempo intensity. You're expecting goals. You're expecting a this was just a blip, and we just kind of kick on. Whenever Ange kind of drop points, you usually get a, an automatic response, and um, we just didn't get it. Um, I think, I think you put a tweet out to say we 20 corners and we um, we were hopeless, we owe them. Anthony Ralston, I think a minute ago, he gets a throw in he just launches it right into their keeper's arms. Mm-hmm. Haksa Barnovic to Forrest to Burnaby and back, and it, oh, it would have bored you to tears. I think that's the biggest insult. You can throw it, a team like this that was so full of energy and so good to watch, and it's now boring, it's very boring to watch, and I don't entirely blame Rogers. I think he said, after the killer game, he needs quality. I don't, there was no sign to anybody since then. That was 10 days ago, Needed quality, no signings in. Um, I'll let you talk about the game, because once, once we get going, I'm, I've got a lot to say. So I'll let you do your piece about the game, <laughs> then come back to me, and, and I'll uh, everybody gather around and listen.
1: I, no, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think after the Camargo game, we spoke about it on here last week, you, you couldn't have picked a better fixture to have as your next games. The team that was sitting bottom in the league could lost the first two league games get embarrassed in the League Cup just looked like the perfect game on paper that we would just turn up and pl- play some nice football, rack up some goals and get a bit of positivity back amongst the team. I think it was just pretty evident from like, from even before the game, like during last week when it was announced that Niroki and Carter Vickers were out for two months, and the sort of realization hit that you were going to have a sort of makeshift defence. Uh, and there was a bit of positivity before the game because Alistair Johnson was back. That was good to see. Uh, I think a lot of people were surprised he came back from uh, like straight in the starting lineup, so it was good to see that he was back thought he had a pretty quiet game, didn't have much to do in uh, obviously that defence of Lagerbielka and Scales and it's just oh, no nah harm to Liam Scales, I hate to have a go at him, but I don't think I've ever seen a Celtic defender look as slow, try to bring the, key, the ball out and to, like bring Celtic forward, That he looked like he was in a different time zone at times with the amount of time that he thought he had to labour on the ball. and. Uh, just sort of stroll out and he looked absolutely terrified to make a mistake, uh, which I, I don't know, he obviously, I think he probably thought he was on his way out of Celtic and uh, with a three injuries to the centre-halves and the departure of Starfield, then uh, there's every chance he's going to have a big role to play for the next two months and it's probably caught him off guard as well. Uh, and even Lagabeca, Like he didn't instill me with much confidence. I know we didn't have much to do defensive-wise, but I thought the one time he was really tested was when the ball went through in the second half and Stevie May, who's getting on a fair bit, just sort of like outpaced him completely. And if it wasn't for a great save with Joe Hart, then there's was every chance we'd have lost that game on Saturday. And the midfield's just completely lacking it. At the moment, uh, midfield: free Tumble, O'Reilly, and Cal McGregor. Like Matt O'Reilly uh, has probably been our best outfield player for the first few league games, but I don't think that's saying much at this point. I think he has been much better than the other midfielders that are in about him. But I still think he's playing pretty average. And I know we've got a transfer uh, show coming up later this week, but I see there's rumours going about in the last sort of half an hour or so that. Leeds and Southampton are looking at him and it's like if we if we were to lose him and I think you says to me as well, if we were to lose him or Hatati, it'd just be r- r- ridiculous at this point because David Tumble, another one like Scales, who many thought was on his way out and at a good pre season seems to have like just got him in straight into that starting position. I don't really think he's eh, meriting that at the moment. And unfortunately for us we don't have enough quality and depth to eh, Take him out of the team at the moment and even going forward like uh eh, yang who i thought was probably him and joe Harper probably the only ones that he couldn't have let like, a go at on saturday because i don't think they've done much wrong and uh eh, yang actually looked like he was uh eh, the bright spark in the team who was trying to make things happen uh eh, like he apart from him kyogo like like you i don't think it's all roger's fault at the moment but i think He's doing himself no favours with playing Kyogo the way he's playing him in this sort of false nine and dropping back 30 yards it's it, it really does seem to be nullifying Kyogo he's obviously finished top scorer by uh, distance last season and right now his game just looks completely uh, snuffed out by the opposition and Dyson out like that shot in the first half that uh, hit the standing section was just ridiculous like I thought uh, it sort of summed up that you've he, Efforts like that more often than you get the effort they scored away Easter Road last uh, sort of Christmas period. Like it, it really is that one extreme to the other, and unfortunately for my it does appear to be uh, the poorer quality at the moment. And the bench was just lackluster. Like you seeing the guys that come off the bench, I thought, like as you say, Ralston come on for Johnston. Don't think Ralston's good enough to be uh, in the Celtic team at the moment. I says that in our season review. I thought that his first season, Ralston had a, a good season and very much deserved his new contract but I thought when he came back from injury he just didn't look right last season and I think that sort of continued. Uh, you've got guys like Haxabanovich who clearly wants away, like we've seen that the morning after when he's posting stupid cryptic Instagram uh, posts just talking about nobody appreciated. That's two weeks that we've relied on a guy who clearly as they wanted to be a manager and clearly it does not want to be a celtic we've went to the bench and says oh can you come off the bench and uh, rescue this for us and it's like he he was just terrible forrest as well just did his testimonial, shouldn't he be at the club either a, 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 well not in a sort of meaningful way but even Rodgers in pre-season was saying forrest was at a different stage of his career i think that was sort of hinting that he's pretty much there to like sort of possibly help the younger players on and to meet the homegrown criteria when you're playing in Europe and it's like the heater he had towards the end was just like, yeah I don't know how much time you would have needed to put that on target, but he had that in plenty and it's just, it's sickening to see because this is like from a fortnight ago or three weeks ago when eh, that mob across the city lost the first league game and we'd won, albeit we weren't great against Ross County, but we'd already had that advantage of them and we're still, eh, Point ahead at the moment, but it it just feels like the momentum's starting to shift. It's two goalless games in a a row for us, which I don't know if we've ever done that under range competitively. Like, it's I know we had a few, uh, we'd obviously nil nil draw with Levy at home, but to have two games on the spin where we've not scored is just outrageous. And I I think Rogers probably takes some of the blame, but the board in general, as much as Rogers is a top manager, they took a gamble with bringing back a guy who. A lot of the fans didn't want back. We were all for him, we spoke very positively about him. But the gamble they took was bringing him back, and in my opinion, they've not backed him eh, sufficiently enough. We're what, three, four days away from the transfer window shutting, and we're scrambling about for players. Eh, every few years you see our Celtic are linked with this and then. The next door you're seeing, uh they've changed their mind, to quite and, but they're not going to go for this guy or whoever else. and. It just, it just does feel like we're scrambling. And as I say, it's a massive week for the club and we, we appear to be in complete disarray. I, I think it's probably, probably I know probably, I'd say it is today with the, the people running the club. And it's, it, something needs to happen because I says, like, I maintained the whole time was here, when we were on four times a podcast, I says, my worry when Andrew was getting like to every job was that when he went, the club would just sort of four pieces. With no completely fairly pieces, I know people on Twitter are uh, accusing us a bed wetting and uh, losing the plot too early. But we're in real danger of having a, a big part of your season affected when we really need to be on the front foot. Like, there's a lot of these players that need to stand up and be counted. We need bodies in to help them because if you compare it to this time last year. Everybody was buzzing for the Champions League. Everybody was wanting Real Madrid. We were wanting whoever we would get. And the way the manager was playing, uh, you fancy seeing how we would stack up against the best in Europe. Everybody I speak to now, they're not interested in this draw. They're, they're dreading it on Thursday. They're worried that we're going to get teams that are just going to uh, come and take six points off us when they play us home and away. And I, I don't blame them. I've seen people say the only sort of record that we make set in the Champions League is overtaking Rangers record for last season when they became the official worst team in Champions League yesterday. And do you know what? See if we don't get good enough business done and the players don't start to turn it on a bit, then there's every chance that we will eh, sort of go head to head with them for that record. And it, it just seems ridiculous. I know that, eh, as I say, it, there's no, no lot that's no saveable yet, but... We, we've been speaking off fair. it feels like the COVID season where there were signs early in the season that things were on the right, that things felt like they could go wrong. And in my opinion, I don't think we're too far away from that. I think that this week is absolutely massive. Like hopefully next week I'm eating my words and we've signed five players that have went straight into the first team and we've went and won 3-0 at Ibrooks and we're talking about how we're going to nab second place in a Champions League group. But... I've got massive fears about how this week might go if we don't get a finger out of our ass, but I'll let you come back in, Tony. <laughs> I think,
0: and that's just before I come on here, we were arguing with people on Twitter. Somebody calls you a bedwetter and somebody says burn all fan media to the ground. And this is the same things people were telling to me or the, 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 saying to me when Lennon was the manager. Oh, keep the faith doesn't it means nothing as that, that means as much as we other people means means fuck all means absolutely nothing just means ugh. we'll just see how it goes um so you get hit with these kind of things and i, I don't think this is i don't think it's a covid season i we got a much better manager on a much better position but things are not quite right. And I think there's a lot of Celtic fans that just hate the idea of being negative because they go, oh, fuck, that mob might get one-up. And if we say things are not quite right, or we need to just pretend everything's all right, it's them. They've got financial troubles, we're going to beat them, and they're not very good. And it's all good and well, wanting them to be shy, but it's just not the way it works. They've been good for a couple of years. We've just been better. We beat them to the league when they were the they went to the Europa League final and sometimes it's all right to say that this could be a bit of a challenge and we need to make changes, we need to be better and then the other thing you get through, we've just won a treble, great, surely surely you want to win another treble and you want to improve, you don't just go, we've won a treble, let's let Rangers win the league, isn't it? And people say you're entitled and Maybe we are right, maybe, maybe I do feel entitled, maybe I feel Celtic should be the best at all points I don't want to give that up. If that makes me entitled then then fine, I want Celtic to win the league every year, I want to make compete, compete cups every year and I want to stay improved in Europe. If that makes me an entitled fan, cool, Nobody's at all, happy with that. I think the club at the at the minute are suffering for a few things and I'll kinda of watch how I word this. I think one of the major issues in there that co- is causing a lot of arguments is the presence of Peter Lowell. Now I don't mean Peter Lowell himself, because Peter Lowell might not be having anything to do with these transfers, right? He might he might just be this non-executive chairman that's nothing to do with it whatsoever. But his presence is just so negative. If you go online are you, I was speaking to a guy out of Germany, I ah, watched well, Lawwell back in it. That's actually the way it been Lowell's there. It might be nothing today with Lowell, but his presence, just has so many negative connotations that he shouldn't be there. Bringing him back was just the stupidest decision ever. He shouldn't have been brought back in any capacity whatsoever, because there's so many fans that don't trust him, don't like him, etc., etc. So it's just, it was a nonsense to bring him back. And that's it now everybody's gone oh this is Lawwell and people are going oh what about the January window that wasn't a great either. Lawwell had just come back and this is this is the thing people are just talking constantly about Peter Lawwell and as I say, I don't I don't know if he's in today but it's possible that maybe he has certain input obviously we're on a kind of family business where we've got the Lawwells at one side and the the Desmonds at the other, which is so stupid as well. We should be, we should be running a lot better than we are. And I think maybe one of the other big things we're suffering for is a bit of a, an ange over, I suppose. And that was it. Posta being here, he was loved and adored by everybody. He was running everything. People loved the way he played football. Obviously, we dipped a wee bit towards the end of last season, but the ultimate goal was achieved. It became a, we became the world record holders for trebles. So, um, He's gone, and I think you're watching him beating Man United, and then we lose to Kelly. You watch him go second or third in the Premier League. We draw no with St. Johnson. And I think people are, as much as people say, I don't care, I'll never look. People must be having a look and going, oh, fuck, I miss Andy. But um, one of the other things I totally misjudged is how many people... Hate Brendan at Celtic fans, I really totally misjudged. I thought when he came back, everybody would have been on side, and it's not that way at all. Just being over the weekend in Glasgow and chatting to people, just so many people despise him and really don't like him and never wanted him back. And I don't think they can take to him at all, which isn't a great thing, especially like for example, the Green to who are so crucial to the atmosphere. They weren't happy, on Saturday, I think everybody was the same. There were a lot of people booed and. They obviously don't like home and I think there needs to be a kind of unity for these things to work. And don't get me wrong, I think Rodgers can get everybody back inside if he wins Sunday. And look, it's, football's a crazy game. Look, the more they could go to PSV, we beat them on Sunday and it's them that's having crisis talks. But in terms of the window, I think we've made a total asset. Um, the guy Quan signed him, we're, we're pointless, absolutely pointless. How, McGregor's been anywhere near it areilly's been okay turnbull's okay hitati apparently there's some kind of issue with him he's injured and kwan can't get near it a total waste of money total waste i don't get it but he couldn't get a look in i don't think home came on on saturday did they
1: not home and kwan and Awata were on the bench on saturday and didn't get on
0: so there's your two signings we're talking about adding new quality i think that tells you what the manager thinks he obviously doesn't he. Really particularly think these players are that impressive. Um Yang, I think it's okay. I think he'll come good. Um Tilio we've signed, he's still injured, but a weird one. But we'll see how he gets on once he's fit. Um So now it's the 29th, we've got two days left. Palma is apparently I think as a done deal. There was a Swedish boy we, liked we, liked we were linked earlier on, now we're not going after it. And you criticise these things and people go, oh, well, the player did not want to come and, oh, they, they're charging too much money. So Why why would we not go for this guy in June? Why would we not say in June? Here, we'll, we'll start negotiating, then we'll have him in for July, and then we can give him time. But even if we get these five signings in the door, we get the left back, the goalkeeper, the centre mid, the winger, the striker, can I just throw them on in? <laughs> brooks for the first game, I would. It's not going to work. There's not enough time to jail. They'll be lucky get a chaining session. So Sunday feels like a, an uphill battle already because we are fucked about for so long. There's still so many players. I mean, it's 2023 and you're bringing James Forrest on to win the game. And I think the club kind of, they bigged his testimony up and bigged him up. And again, you need to remember a lot of fans don't think he's a particularly great player. I know he's, he's got 100 goals, 100 assists, but. He's been there for fourteen years. A lot of people think he's he's had bad, a lot of bad seasons, and the club kind of made it out as if he's he's a Celtic legend. I think that's just nonsense, and to still be playing him, I think just daft skills, looked, as you say, as petrified So many opportunities when the ball was bouncing, he could have cleared that or get it back to his goalie and he just ended up flapping. Shouldn't he be playing for us? And it's a shame for him because his confidence will probably be good doing and doing that. If, he, if he's been told to start Ibrox, he'll probably be dreading it. There's no way that guy would be looking forward to that. Um, McGregor looks so isolated. Um, so I don't know. What they're going to do for the midfield. Rodgers will need to work that out. We need more. He was talking about power, pace, and dreaming of the Champions League. But who the fuck's dreaming of the Champions League? I'm dreading the Champions League. I keep saying it. I just keep saying, it. imagine me playing Man City and I could. I watch that big fucking freak up front for them. And I just. I wonder what he would do against Ralston and Scales and Joe Hart. I mean, it's just. And I remember last season thinking I convinced myself that we were gonna beat the Almaged at home and uh, we gave it a fair one we should have taken the lead and obviously their class kinda of shone through, but um ah, it's, it's it's just it's just been the most bizarre window ever for me where we've went and got Rogers back and I think everybody's thoughts was, Oh, there's no way he's coming back. We know he's getting um all this money to spend and make a right go at the Champions League and oh this kind of stuff and now it's just I don't understand it, I think his press conference this week will be interesting surely somebody's got to ask the question are you happy with the club's business because against Kelly he says we needed more quality and what if they don't add it, what was his response does he does he go after the board um, no I, th- I think we're in for a rough week I think um, I think something's going to be difficult, I know a lot of people are still in the camp, out there shiting but Fifty thousand of them. None of your fans. I think whenever that's happened before, there's been no fans. The so home team wins. Um, if we're going to go there and get anything, we're going to need to be really resolute and need to be strong. And at the minute, we look pretty weak. To be totally honest, I mean, St. Johnson could easily have won that game in the end. So, um, I think I think there's big concerns for for Sunday and for the rest of the season. So, it's uh, not
1: good. No, you're right. I think covered a lot. I think, as you say, it doesn't help that a lot of the support was only on board completely or at all with uh, Rogers coming back. And do you know what? See, on Saturday, I actually thought I'd give you Rogers know, a bit of credit because he actually went none win with the players, whereas he didn't do that on the first league game of the season at home when we won. So I think he was, that, I think that was him sort of standing up saying, look, I'll be here to take the flak as well. So I think him uh, doing the sort of lappy applause was... I, I think there was a wee bit in that that's shown that he's 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 ready to uh, go for it and he's no fear to take the booze or take the abuse that he's getting from some sections. But as you say, I think it's just, yeah. you look at last season, season tickets continually sold out. Last season we released four kits, record rating, uh sales with Champions League money and two seasons in a row now sold Jota for a fortune, got a good whack for Starfelt and yet as you say people are calling us bedwetters and saying oh what are you expecting the club today when these moves are still falling apart way a week ago, less than a week to go, like this Palma guy, like the Rangers were linked to him a few months ago so he was clearly a player that people were aware of and as you say why not get this done in June, Jota was sold in June, we should have had an adequate replacement in, like we broke Telio in, clearly knowing he was injured. Uh, Yang's came from Korea, still a young guy. It wouldn't have killed them to just go out and spend a good few. Like, I think uh, Palmer's twenty-three. Not probably not a finished article yet, but it, at least he's a wee bit older than these sort of nineteen, twenty-year-olds were bringing in. Like we, the money shouldn't spent, I think you can sort of give them a wee bit of uh, leeway for the centre halves because obviously spent money on and Noraki, and obviously having Noraki. Uh, Carter Vickers and Welsh all get injured at the same time is pretty unfortunate but still have, they need to get somebody in even if it's like a sort of a loan deal they need to get somebody in right now because as you say it's just the centre half pairing like it could be it probably will be Scales and Bill at this point at Ibrooks and uh, well that's good enough to stand up to them on Sunday I don't know it will remain to be seen uh, as you say, I think Lowell's presence doesn't do anybody any favours. people like me and a lot of the others who just have negative feelings towards him every time we see him, just because of how sort of the mess they left Celtic in. And I, I, I agree with you, I don't think he should have ever been anywhere near Celtic Park. And like he's always he's there when the trophy was getting pre- presented last season, when Forrest is unfurling the league flag, like it's just a sort of a bitter taste about it because. I don't think there was ever any sort of apology for him towards the fans about how the club acted that season. And like he was a guy who was like chief exec and who sort of watched as no winner knockout tie in 20 years. Like he he was a man that was a hey, sort of running the show. And as you say, you can't say too much because he might just be sitting back doing nothing and it's just his mere presence. It's starting these rumors saying, Oh, he's doing this, he's doing that, he, he's the one still running the show. And I'm not saying that's what is happening because I'm just no privy to that information, but as you say, I think his presence is just uh, completely distracting and as I say, a lot of fans like myself just have sort of negative connotations to uh, Lowell and even like Desmond who turns up a few times a season, doesn't seem interested in sort of passing on his shares. Like, I think that a lot of fans look at him as like for the last sort of 20 years, like no been no able to help us progress like you've got people like Lavakovic and a uh, reader signing for teams and some of the reported figures you're thinking why is that one no celtic sort of capacity to go and sign their players like it feels that we've not really improved the sort of wage structure and gradually increased it like, like it feels that we've been stuck since like the Striking days like we obviously paid well during under uh, martin O'Neill, but it feels like from the Striking days we've not really progressed we've stuck to the same sort of model where we look to bring players in and the cheap and I'm not saying you just all, all of a sudden go and spend 15 million on free players like eh, to spend like 45 million but there should have been some sort of gradual increase and we just keep hoping for the best and every now and again you'll get a a Jamie a signing that you can punt for eh, massive money Then but it, you look at the sort of previous few years with a big money signings have all sort of paid off guys like Edward and Julian Jota, Kellett or the guys were spending six million plus on, like, the most of them were getting right and they're, they're really sh- shining out in this team and, as, as you say, it's just, I think it's ridiculous that our business isn't done, even worse that the manager was publicly out after come on and saying eh, that we were needing players, like, yeah, I talked about a club who when they released a eh, half-year report or whatever it was in June, had to then release another statement saying, oh, by the way, we've got a lot more money than what's going to come out in this. and. It just feels like well we're, we're, we're not interested in really progressing and which just didn't seem to marry up with what the fans want and what a lot of people thought Rodgers was back here to do but eh as i say we've got a few episodes coming up this week we'll have eh we've got a transfer show coming up tomorrow i think that'll be we're going to have us two Andy, and i think we might have a new eh member on speaking about transfers eh, So keep an eye out for that Tony, how are you feeling getting into this? It's, as I say, it's a, such a massive week. We've got uh, Thursday afternoon, evening time, we'll have the Champions League draw. Friday, we've got transfer window closing and then Sunday. It's just it's just constant. I don't know about you. I'm sort of constantly worried at the moment because it just seems to be going from bad to worse and uh, we'll cover it in a lot more depth. But do you worry that we might even lose a few more keepers? There's been links with like, guys like Abada and Matt O'Reilly like, recently. Do you think there's as much chance that we lose somebody uh, for the, from the first team as we do uh, bring somebody
0: in. I don't know, I'd, I know I'd, I've seen the report that somebody's interested in Matt Really, but I would just feel like gross negligence if I know already at that stage, if we, don't, if we just start punting our best players and not bringing in any replacements. Um, no, it's certain, something's far wrong. I don't know exactly um, what it is that's wrong, but um, be interesting, I am intrigued to hear what Rogers has to say. Because um, if he if he has to come out and call out the boards in action, then I think all all Holy hell's going to break loose. To be totally honest with you, so um, I the whole thing just seems really bizarre. I mean, releasing that stupid statement about how we're actually more cash rich, and yeah, that's good to spend it. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, think people are still terrified for the Rangers getting busted and They like to go, oh, we've got more money than Rangers. And I couldn't give a fuck. I would rather we just went nuts. Go and sign players. That's all we can't offer wages. Why no? You char- they charge us more money every year. Why don't they up the wage structure? They bring out all these kits. They bring out the Celtic story, Celtic the musical, Celtic fucking this, Celtic that. You know, there's all these different avenues. They make money why no break the wage structure and say, look, we are gonna have a right goat it. And as you say, whenever we've we've splashed the cash, we've um we've brought broke more money in. Edward we made money on, made money in Jota, made money in Dembele, even Tierney, these are guys we didn't spend massive amounts on like that, but um the likes uh Edward, the money we go for him and the fact of how good he was 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 outstanding. So uh, it feels something's wrong, so... But, the, you know, who knows what'll happen tomorrow. Maybe Rangers will go out and their fans will be happy about that, but then it'll feel we've we'll got even a bigger financial gap to them and we've we'll still not spent the money. Or if they get through, they get extra money. And uh, here they, they spend money they don't have, never mind money they, they have. So don't be surprised if they come in and, and sign more players. So... um. I think I think the window's been been a disaster to be totally honest and bad and an absolute miracle in the last two days. I think um I think it's gonna be a really difficult season and I can't wait.
1: No, I think you're right. I think you don't want to talk until it's done, but at this point I would agree with you the transfer window being sort of disappointing at this point. I think I think you can even argue that the last one was disappointing as well, apart from Alistair Johnston, I think. O's sort of yet to be proven, but I think the last two windows have been pretty uninspiring and we, we could really do a boost. I know all we've done is tear in at them, but if they can just pull something out of the bag the last few days, like we've had previous transfer windows where deadline day we've brought in good players who have come in and done a really good job, most notably guys like Jotan, Carter Vickers, eh, recently Jackie Marcus, like you know, gone years back, you've got many other examples, but... As I say, as people said, like if we win on Sunday or turn it around, I'd be I'd be delighted, of course, if we win on Sunday, would obviously stretch or uh, lead. Well I say that we are for for all the slagging that uh, some parts of the city are gaining as our nearest rivals are Merlin Millerwell right now. We're no they're, they're not even in the top three at this point. So we'll we'll leave it at that in terms of the I don't think they should be throwing stones at glass houses at this point while we're currently still Top of the league, like as I said, all is not lost. Uh, There's A big few days coming up for both teams, as Tony says. Like, if they depend on what competition they end up in, they might bring a few more players in, and that puts pressure on us. And at the same time, if they don't uh, get in a Champions League, then at the same time, your supporters will be expecting us to sort of hammer down that advantage, like, and for me that's one of the most disappointing things for the Celtic board in the sort of last 20 years it feels like every time we've had the chance to really hammer down that advantage and put some distance between the two is that we're, we're not willing to do it and that they always seem to find a way to eh, claw back to us which is unfortunate but aye, as i say we will be back this week we've got a few episodes planned tomorrow night we will be discussing transfers at uh, large we'll be looking at all the ins so far all the outs and we'll feature all the rumours that fly about between now and tomorrow as well uh, so let us know if you hear any as well and we'll be sure to have a look at them and see if there's looks like there could be any truth but thanks everybody that's joined us I know we've not had much time we get to the comments uh, tonight, but I know it's been quite a lot so thanks everybody that's got involved there as I say make sure you're subscribed and notifications on and follow us on Twitter as well if you're wanting the latest up to date uh, sort of content from us although that is constantly just us being a bit negative and arguing with people who are calling us uh, bedwetters and just panic merchants but I hope we are just sort of uh, in a few weeks seen to be that people that just panicked or nothing and hopefully everything is sort of put to right and all all right with the world but aye until then thanks very much for watching and we will speak to you tomorrow cheers